suit, richly tanned, with a silver plume of hair. Outside, the turgid summer afternoon lay stalled over the runway. Little airport vehicles raced unconstrained across the flat distances, skating and turning and circling like toys, and further away still was the silver thread of the motorway that ran and glinted like a brook bounded by the monotonous fields. The plane began to move, trundling forward so that the vista appeared to unfreeze into motion, flowing past the windows, first slowly and then faster, until there was the feeling of effortful half-hesitant lifting as it detached itself from the earth. There was a moment in which it seemed impossible that this could happen, but then it did. The man to my right turned and asked me the reason for my visit to Athens. I said I was going there for work. I hope you are staying near water, he said. Athens will be very hot. I said I was afraid that was not the case, and he raised his eyebrows, which were silver and grew unexpectedly coarsely and wildly from his forehead, like grasses in a rocky place. It was this eccentricity that had made me answer him. The unexpected sometimes looks like a prompting of fate. The heat has come early this year, he said. Normally one is safe until much later. It can be very unpleasant if you aren't used to it. In the juddering cabin, the lights flickered fitfully on. There was the sound of doors opening and slamming, and tremendous clattering noises, and people were stirring, talking, standing up. A man's voice was talking over the intercom. There was a smell of coffee and food. The air hostesses stalked purposefully up and down the narrow carpeted aisle, and their nylon stockings made a rasping sound as they passed. My neighbor told me that he made this journey once or twice a month. He used to keep a flat in London, in Mayfair. But these days, he said with a matter-of-fact set to his mouth, I prefer to stay at the Dorchester. He spoke a refined and formal kind of English, that did not seem wholly natural, as though at some point it had been applied to him carefully with a brush, like paint. I asked him what his nationality was. I was sent to an English boarding school at the age of seven, he replied. You might say I have the mannerisms of an Englishman but the heart of a Greek. I'm told, he added, it would be much worse the other way around. His parents were both Greeks, he continued, but at a certain moment they had relocated the whole household, themselves, four sons, their own parents, and an assortment of uncles and aunts, to London, and had begun to conduct themselves in the style of the English upper classes, sending the four boys away to school and establishing a home that became a forum for advantageous social connections with an inexhaustible stream of aristocrats, politicians, and money-makers crossing the threshold. I asked how it was that they had gained access to this foreign milieu, and he shrugged. Money is a country all its own, he said. My parents were ship-owners. The family business was an international enterprise, despite the fact that we had lived until now on the small island where both of them were born. An island you would certainly not have heard of, despite its prolixity to some well-known tourist destinations.
Proximity, I said. I think you mean proximity. I do beg your pardon, he said. I mean, of course, proximity. But like all wealthy people, he continued, his parents had long outgrown their origins and moved in a borderless sphere among other people of wealth and importance. They retained, of course, a grand house on the island, and that remained their domestic establishment while their children were young. But when the time came to send their sons to school, they relocated themselves to England, where they had many contacts, including some, he said rather proudly, that brought them at least to the peripheries of Buckingham Palace. Theirs had always been the preeminent family of the island. Two strains of the local aristocracy had been united by the parental marriage, and what's more, two shipping fortunes consolidated. But the culture of